All right. Welcome to the Arium podcast. This podcast covers topics related to cyber and human resilience. It's geared towards owners and CEOs of small to medium-sized companies, as well as IT and cybersecurity leaders. My name is Bill Bowman, and I'm the marketing director here at Arium. The topic for today's episode is related to building your perfect tech stack. So we have a great guest today. Our guest is Ali Nauru. How are you doing today, Ali? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me, Bill. Awesome. Awesome. I know you're, you're a busy guy, so appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to, to meet with us. So Ali is the managing partner at Bridgepoint Technologies. He has a wealth of experience in cloud computing, communications, and other areas in the technology industry. The motto of Bridgepoint Technologies is that it, it bridges the gap between tech investments and business goals. So they do this by designing the right tech stack for companies to let's, uh, let's companies collaborate and be more productive. So for the past two decades, they've, they've helped mid-market and enterprise clients make quicker, more informed tech decisions. So that sets the stage a little bit, but before we kick things off, we like to we like to start with a little question to get get to know you a little bit better. Ali is on a personal basis. So how do you like to start your day? What's what's your, your routine to, to really get things going? Really, I don't have the autonomy to have that uh, decision making process because I have a two year old, a seven year old and an eight year old. So depending on the mornings, but uh, I do use the mornings uh, really early, try to get up, beat the mad rush in the house. Um, I like to get downstairs 4.35 in the morning. It's when I get to do a lot of my proposals, my thinking, my work, my follow-ups, a lot of my just analysis on different designs and architectures. Um, and then if I if, if ample and able, I try to hit the Peloton, my friend, for 30 <laughs> minutes and get in the shower. And then typically our first call start around 7.45 in the morning. Uh, but I use those two, two and a half hours in the morning to either catch up on proposals and quotes and uh, things of that nature. You're you're definitely an early riser, four thirty. Daylight savings time happened recently, so that that, no, must have that been was a, that was that job, was right? that was very tough for me <laughs> um, and the kids. I think daylight savings time it took us three four days to get used to that. I, I never I never had a problem before, but this year for whatever reason was really an issue. Extra dark, extra dark. So that's great to know. After you work with the organization, you know, from before to after, what kind of benefits? can a company expect when they do have the right tech in place, when they do have uh, the efficient SD-WAN, when they do have the right collaboration tools, what kind of results do you see from translating from the technology, the perfect tech stack to the business outcomes? I think efficiency, um, standardization on authentication services, um, better communication and comms, right? Bring in an SMS text, um, meeting licenses, we see a lot of costs going left and right. Um, we think users at that point communicate and collaborate both internally, and externally a lot better. Uh, cost obviously cost computing savings. And then probably if you're leveraging a CRM, I think bringing your CRM into your VoIP platform allows you to run analytics, screen pops, click the dial, and be and utilize that CRM even better. Right? That CRM is only as good as is this platform that's that's communicating with the desktop integrated. So we see a lot of efficiencies there. And then obviously you're getting where the, you're getting rid of the hardware, maintenance patches, upgrades, technology obsolescence. Most important for organizations to focus on, to really get, be more efficient, to be more capable. 
I know Bridgepoint Technologies has a lot of different ones. If you maybe a high level look at what the different um, different types of technology that you implement and, and recommend all companies have. Um, of a full circle breadth of a wheel of technology is important to us, right? And so we've seen a lot of telephony decisions, a lot of circuit decisions, weight optimization, securing VPNs, SD-WAN, um, and contact center. Those four pillars, I would say, right? Bandwidth procurement, primary backup, being very intelligent and making sure that those, those access mediums don't touch each other. Um, the crazy world of unified communications and video collaboration, right? Aligning people's applications, whether it's email, chat, video behavior, CRM, association management platforms, uh, authentication services, and change management around hard phones, soft phones, protecting the endpoint as people work in the hybrid world that we work in. Hopefully the world's repairing itself, but um, it is change management is a important thing. I think a lot of clients jump into a technology um, without really asking the questions amongst their users, what is going to be the best for, for them? And so we see a lot of hybrid environments. Some people that are all in Teams, all in Zoom, hybrid or on neither, and just use them just for internal trafficking, right? And chat and you know collab. So um, I would say uh, outside of traditional cost containment, right? Around traditional telecom and bandwidth procurement, now we are seeing a lot more bandwidth being procured uh, because people have more applications in the cloud. Uh, one thing we did was, and we started this process three and a half years before the pandemic, was really being savants in the SD-WAN space and bringing like a 101 type of a, you know education and, and, and educational seminar. You must have a lot of endurance to sit through one of these seminars, but it really teaches you about what SD-WAN can do for your network. And we learned through the pandemic that with zero trust and sassy and daily prevention and what's the difference with like what a Meraki can or can't do versus an appliance that protects the edge and does your WAN optimization and allows you to not cause condensation in your network um, and apply and get you route optimized to your applications and support users at home. Um, I would say, Bill, a lot of it, all of it. Um, a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. It's fun, man. It's fun knowing what these suppliers do. You know, a lot of them are laying off a lot of employees right now. So it's been tough to manage a lot of them. It really oh. just has. And it's, you know, it, it's selling the right suppliers at the right time when they're not laying people off, where they have the resources and the human capital and project management and support. It's, it's a cyclical thing. Every three, four years, you know, some of them go in pockets are performing really well. And then before you know it, you don't want to put too much revenue on these suppliers. You want to be careful of where you put that revenue. So um, it, we got to be very mindful, right? When we support partners like Arium and your downstream customers. Yeah. And, and, and for the customer, for that, you know, medium-sized business, navigating all those different, different terms you mentioned, all those different concepts and fields, why is it important for them to take a step back and, and really plan it out versus I'm sure a lot of organizations just, just do it in an ad hoc way. So, oh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get this. And it's all kind of just jumbled, jumbled together. Their, their tech stack, their communication stacks all kind of jumbled together. How, what are the benefits of really, you know, thinking deeply about it and working with partners like MSP or, or Bridgepoint Tech? I think the, the largest benefit in working with us is efficiency. Right. Efficiency, self-interest in supporting the customer directly, being agnostic. So when I say efficiency is really understanding, doing really efficient discovery, understanding their needs, their problems, their cost models. Right. And then being able to go and get them in a straight line 
and only review, consider, and evaluate the suppliers that make sense for them, right? And yeah. not getting a pitch from like six, seven, eight, ten different providers, right? Um, but in that process, we're also talking about each supplier we did not bring in or the suppliers that we don't suggest and the reasons why, right? And so that's really efficient. Customers really like that. So they feel like we've all done an agnostic approach. We vetted out suppliers um, and they've been neutral in, in pr procurement. Because of our evaluate our models, we have 37,000 customers uh, with most suppliers. We're seven digits of monthly recurring revenue. So that allows large economies of scale. So we're not a, obviously quarter bearing sales rep where there's built in, you know, overhead. So we do drive for the very best price for our customers. So price parity, price augmentation, economies of scale is huge. So that's also a big part. Um, overall, just attention to the account, right? Because of the way we're all paid from an annuity perspective, we don't want to lose a customer ever. So um, being their advocate for trouble tickets, issues, uh, removing roadblocks is very important. So, um, and, and, the, and the fourth and last is we're all SMEs, we're all engineers. Um, I do think with experience in selling thousands of accounts on many different architectures allows you to speak to things neutrally and allow you to be truly a consultant as opposed to just selling, a, you know, a lot of ours do this, right? They sell what they can sell and what they pay for and they, you know, and they push it. Um, we're a completely different model than that. And I think MSPs have always really, you know, gravitated to that model. So um, those are the four pillars of why I think it's most efficient to work with groups like us and our team. Um, we have 12 engineers, we have three general engineers, and then we have specific engineers for contact center, UCAS, WAN, COLO, mobile device management, um, zero trust for instance data centers so we not only do our customers appreciate the consultancy uh, but they also our partners and msps appreciate it so they know their customers are being taken care of nice nice so rather than organizations companies going at it on their own they have the experience of, of a partner that 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 knows the the landscape and the right decisions to make so so for like you know, for an average medium-sized company out there, um, you know, what are some signs that they should consider, you know, overhauling their tech stack, that they should consider, you know, talking talking to Bridgepoint Technologies or talking to Arium about improving, you know, their tech stack and how they're operating? Yeah, I, I, I think, um, I think when they're talking to Arium about their tech stack, it's really evaluating servers, resources, cloud cost containment, cloud compute spend, infrastructure, security assessments are so big, um, protecting the edge, you're no longer protecting what? Brick and mortar offices, you're protecting users and devices. Um, so understanding holistically, right? From authentication services to Duo, to Intune, to just everything is so important to really understand. Um, so the world of IT now, there's an opportunity here for more people. A lot of people thought the world was, the sky was falling down with the pandemic. Um, all that ever did, I think, was accelerate what we were talking about before the pandemic. Do you know what I mean, Bill? We right. were preparing customers for this. The pandemic drove people to this, but this was no different than the conversations Arium and we were having with customers, preparing themselves for collaboration meetings and soft phones and protecting endpoints and VPN. And I, I think this just accelerated it, right? It took a natural disaster, unfortunately, to do that. But we were all having these conversations in 2017, 18, 19, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So 
talking about the pandemic, pandemic started that that accelerated it a lot. 2020. What's what's changed between 2020 and 2023? Now almost three years later. If if a company maybe they took made an investment in 2020 to improve their communication, their collaboration. What's changed three years from now that might make them want to you know reconsider looking at that again? I would say applications, change management, suppliers, how they've been, obviously how how stable they've been, and adoption, cost containment, um, and technologies continue to overlap. And I do also think that sometimes customers make bad decisions. They buy from the wrong people. Those people are either going out of business. They have. There are a VAR that was purchased and there's like a three three year run. Um, I think applications changing from ticket systems to CRM to you know, contact centers, sales service support. Um, I think, I, I hopefully think in three years, people are gonna come back to the office. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I think things are gonna change and I think uh, that's gonna be beneficial. So I, I think it's ever evolving. I think we don't know the state of, um, the hybrid workplace. I think it's ever evolving. I think we're speculating. I get on a lot of webinars and I hear a lot of conversations. I think it's a lot of speculation. I just can't believe that we're not going to have people in these buildings and they're all going to convert to condos. Who's going to be able to afford these condos in these metropolises areas, right? And yeah. so it's it's eventually, I think, for um, for the office user, for the community, for rapport, for really training and wellness that it's good for people to get back in the office. And I think that's going to not necessarily change cloud architecture, um, but it's also going to bring it back to a little bit more of a brick and mortar and some normalcy that we were accustomed to. May not go back to ever the way it was, but I think there's going to be, there's going to be some, something to be said for that. Nice. Nice. So, you know, for, for organization looking for new technology, looking to evaluate their current tech needs, what, what criteria do you use to make sure that you have the right solution with the right needs so that an organization doesn't, you know, spend too much in one area or underinvest in another area? I think that might get back to kind of the evaluation that you mentioned, mentioned earlier about, about uh, when you work with companies. What's, what's that process like? Well, it depends. Um, it depends on their applications, their network, um, propensity for change um and where they're looking to go to uh and how quickly typically some people have an initiative that's an office move a contract end date uh, they're spending too much money or their phone system is dying or their firewalls are dying and they need to look at how they're protecting the edge and weighing optimization and performance to their end users and applications so um it, it really is based on that i'm not seeing too many budget issues um but it's really based on kind of the customer requirement so it's customer by customer basis, finding the right, the right solution for the right, uh, the right need. Right. Nice, nice. <clears throat> and that, another question, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I am curious, are there any top technologies, top solutions, top providers that clients have really enjoyed working with that you, you know, recommend most? And of course, we don't want to exclude any, anyone who's not what you mentioned, any, any top ones that come to mind that are really just killer killer solutions for for the end user yeah are we talking boy bestie wan internet circuits it really depends what do we you pick and i and i can hopefully let all you right know. let's go voip and sd wan <laughs> all right voip i'll say 
uh, and I'll have to give you a handful, but I would say call tower. If you're all in teams, if you have a Cisco call manager, you want to lift it for both. They have two basically chassis, zoom phone and ring central. I would start with those three, but there's about three others that we really, really love. Next has been great for our clients. Um, eight by eight has been great Evolve IP. Um, so we have a handful of really, really solid dial pad. Um, but those three have been really fantastic and, and wonderful to work with. From an SD-WAN perspective, um, I would say the leaders in the space are definitely Cato Networks. Um, you just Google their valuation. Uh, they were the innovators of SASE and, and it was all things, WAN optimization. What they do is just really unique. Ariaka, a close number two. They're fantastic. Uh, Fat Pipe and Big Leaf are wonderful. Big Leaf, if the MSP is going to control the firewall, um, not always a great fit depending on their applications and what they're trying to accomplish, but great uh, QS networks for a Vela cloud supplier. They're very unique in their niche and their elite um, as far as a Vela. Now, every Vela is not the same, but I would definitely throw in QS networks without a question um, with Fatpipe, Big Leaf, Arioc, and Cato. I would say those five are probably the SD-WAN providers that are moved the most. Um, they probably much check every box. And from a VoIP perspective, Zoom, Call Tower, uh, Ring Central, and then shortly behind Eight by Eight, Nextiva, and Dialpad. That's a, uh, you, you nailed it. I think that's <laughs> and that knowledge and that 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 firsthand knowledge is really what you bring and, and Bridgepoint Technologies brings. Because the average company, the average person, they're not going to be able to evaluate all those providers. They don't have all that experience. So that's really the the value add in the, in that sense. Yeah, and we see our MSPs just really want what's best for the customer. And then we come in and we work with them. We ask them the questions they need as far as like the user, what they're really like. Cause you gotta ask the MSP. The MSP deals with the users. They feel their trouble tickets. So you really get a good feel of like what technology can they take, right? That's the difference. It's like a rep at, at a certain provider is gonna push technology and they don't consider change management and the users utilizing it and costs. And then they're typically not vested to stay around. They're not compensated financially to be around after the sale. So that's why this just holistically works really well, this partnership. So yeah, kind of wrap, wrapping it up, you know, building the perfect technology stack. It's not one technology stack. It's that, that consultation, that's, it's that assessment. It's that knowing what the, the end organization needs and, uh, and collaborating to, to make Correct. it happen with the different tools that, that we have available. So that's, that's that makes a lot of sense. So Ali, any, any, any final, final thoughts, any final recommendations for, you know, the average, you know, the, the mid market out there, they're looking to improve. They don't know where to start any, where, where do you recommend they start? I say first, you know, you know, circulate with your cam, your account manager at Arium. Um, if you are looking to do just a free assessment of what you're spending for just internet circuits, SD-WAN and PLS, so overall, MDM, mobile device management, always bring it to Arium. We will set up a discovery call, review what you have, what's in place. Um, if you're looking to change technology, get perspective, look at different uh, features. If you have an end of firewall, if you're looking at an SD-WAN appliance and security, contact center, VoIP, and we want to have that discovery call based on your applications, your user's behavior, and kind of your goals and the workflows that you're looking to adhere to and get to that you don't have, please just set up that call with Arium and myself that we can have that discussion. Perfect, perfect. 
Well, uh, I want to thank you for your time, Ali. That was great. Uh, I encourage anyone listening to please subscribe to the podcast in whatever platform they're listening in. Uh, new episodes will be released every other Wednesday. For more information on Bridgepoint Technologies and to, to read more about their solutions, you can visit Bridgepoint with an E, technologies.com. For more information on Arium, please visit Arium.com. Thanks. Thank you. thank you, Bill. Have a good day. Thanks. Have a good one.